Hello, and welcome to the Autism News Network podcast. This is an audio and video podcast, and you can follow us on theautismnewsnetwork.com. That is our website. We also have social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, the Autism News Network. Um, you can follow me, Dr. Gwinnett, at D-R-G-W-Y-N-E-T-T-E. That's at Dr. Gwinnett on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I work at the Medical University of South Carolina, and I'm joined today by two very special guests, Ms. Ainsley Knight, who is the editor-in-chief of the Autism News Network newsletter and website. Hello, Ainsley. Hey, Doc. What's up? Not too much. Thanks for being here. And who's there sitting to your right? This is my, this is my mama bear, Amber Knight. She teaches at Nativity, and she is a wonderful mama to me. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being here, Miss Knight. We really appreciate you guys taking time to do the podcast. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Ainsley is a veteran. I believe this is your third pod with us, right? Um, I, I, yes, yes, I, it is. Yeah. Yep. So, so you're a seasoned veteran now. Um, and we wanted to bring you on because of course we're going through the coronavirus pandemic and all the lockdowns and every state's different, but in South Carolina, we've had our share of, uh, restrictions. Um, and I wanted to ask, how are you holding up with the restrictions and what's been the most difficult thing for you? Um, well, the, um, the most difficult thing for me would be the not going out to eat and because of our routine and stuff, we've yeah. been picking up food. Um, we've been picking up Melvin's, La Coretta. I We don't know if they do takeout. Um, right. And um, I've, been, I've been trying not to go crazy trying not to go insane, but the, this pandemic has really put a damper on my mood. And yeah. I was in a bad mood yesterday. Yeah. It's been, it's been tough for everybody. And it, it, for, for those of, of the audience who, who try to understand since you have autism and you want to stick to that routine with the restaurants, can you take us through your thought process when, when you hear, Hey, this restaurant's closed or we can't go to La Coretta on you know Thursday nights or Friday nights, what goes on in your head that becomes f stressful? Um, I'm worried that's going to close down forever, and I'm worried that we won't be able to go anymore. And I'm worried that people are people there. The the workers there they're so nice. Where they they know us, they know what we order every time. Yeah. And I'm I'm really worried that they're going to lose their jobs because, as you know, people have lost their jobs due to this pandemic. Yeah, and so let's say they close down forever and the workers lose their jobs. Obviously, be sad for them. Where would that leave you if, like, one of your favorite restaurants closed forever? Um, for me, it would. Um, I I just have a meltdown. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, I miss La Greta so much, and I'd I'd have like a like a wad of tissues piling up by my by my lap, and yeah, I I'd just be really upset, and I'd be like. Well, well, and someone would say, well, at least there's Melvin's. Well, it's not the same. Melvin's isn't La Coretta. La Coretta isn't Melvin's. Right. And so, Mom, you've seen this. And it. And what's your perspective on how it plays out? And how tough do you is it for you to watch her go through that? Yes. it's. Um, we try to divert from the routine a little bit so that she learns to be a little more accommodating. Um, however, at this time, keeping something constant has been important. So our Tuesday night routine, um, fortunately they have been able to do takeout drive um, and drive through. Yeah. So that routine has been constant. 
Um, so we're not having that meltdown. Um, but the other meltdowns of, you know, not having our Friday night, our Friday night routines messed up. We can't go somewhere. She's hearing on the news that things are opening up. And in our opinion, it's not time to go out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taken her a couple of places and um, <laughs> she is tempted to touch everything. Right. <laughs> and, you know, even though we've gone through the drill of this is spread by touch and, you know, those kind of things. So, yeah. So you're hearing news that the, government has officially opened these places, but then as a family, you've got to make a personal family decision about what's best for you and your family. And that might cause friction in Ainsley's mind about what should or should not happen. Right. And she needs, she constantly asks, well, when, when, what is the date? When can we do this? So we have to Mm -hmm. kind of come up with a a plan. Well, two weeks of letting everybody else go out and do everything. And then we'll assess it again. Um, and see if we think it's best for our family. Yeah. In my head, as you were talking about that, it's almost like some people would think, oh, I want to go to this restaurant. And it's almost like pushing a ball up a hill. Hey, I want to go to the restaurant. And someone says, hey, the restaurant's closed. Well, the ball just rolls downhill. And then you try to roll it somewhere else. But I think in Ainsley's case, it's like the ball is on top and it keeps rolling down, in this case, to La Coretta. La Coretta. La Coretta. It's almost like a, 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 a driven, focused thing on that one place, right? Oh yes, and it can't be it can't be diverted to anything else. Yeah, and um, we try um, to choose a different thing because she has a brother, and um, he would like something different on Fridays. Yeah, um, and that usually causes a lot of angst. <laughs> exactly. it, it causes of, me to cry, and or comments that aren't appropriate. <laughs> right, out of frustration. Um, out of frustration, right. Yeah. And so then we have to remind that, you know, there's, she's not the only one in the family who's paying the bill, that kind of thing. So (laughs) there's a lot of lesson into trying to get someone on the spectrum to try something new. Yeah. To be flexible. A full time job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and Ainsley, you, you've become aware that the, the inflexibility is part of your autism. Yes, and um, it's really hard for me to, like, try something, like, different, like a different restaurant, per se, and um, it's it's hard because, like, a routine is a routine. We do this, and we don't do anything else. It's my way or the highway. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's either my way or you get kicked out of the house. <laughs> right, and and these, exactly, and these, these little uh, routines, I think to an outside observer might say, like, these are like small things so you can just go to a different restaurant. But for Ainsley and for other people who are on the spectrum, it's not at all a small thing, you know, it's a big thing. And right. And it is absolutely unbearable when it can't be done. Yeah. The way that they envision. That's right. The and day it's supposed to go. Yeah. So and if it's not her birthday and it falls on the Tuesday or the Friday routine, um, you know, there's a lot of discussion about it's not your birthday. It's someone else's birthday and they get to choose. And Oh, I see. Constant um, social stories, I guess. <laughs> right. Explaining to her how it's going to go this time that might be different from how she is used to. Right. Yeah. That's very interesting because um, it's on this podcast, we're bringing 
autism to the world so they can understand. But so often I think individuals on the spectrum have to adjust to the world out there and try to be like everyone else, you know, and it's really hard. It's like a chemical reaction, you know, right. each time the world says no, or the world says it can't be this way because there's other people involved. Um, and then, and so Ainsley, that's not only less led to frustration and like anger maybe, and, but you mentioned sadness, right? Yes. I, whenever something doesn't go my way, I start to cry. And then, and then I'm like, I just have a meltdown in general. So, yeah. Um, and so these things can be very up and down. Um, do you think that over the years you've made strides in trying to be more flexible? <laughs> you answer. <laughs> um, I, I think so. And um, I've been like trying to, I've, I've been trying to like taste new foods and stuff and I've trying trying to eat better. And, yeah. but I don't think, um, but I don't think it's working. <laughs> no, it's working. Yeah. Um, you, from an outside observer's perspective, you know, you, you seem like you definitely had your moments, but you know, you've continued to move forward, you know, which is great. Right. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, um, that I think is a, is, is proof of that is your ability to work. And can you tell our audience about your job? Actually two jobs, right? Two. Depending on the season. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, um, so in the summer, so audience in the summer, I work at splash zone and in the winter fall slash winter, I work at the holiday festival of lights and, both both times are hectic yes. and like some customers get upset some customers get like sometimes there's a, like a long line mm-hmm. and I'm like please please sir just wait your turn we will get to you in a minute and some some of the customers get upset and then and then they I can't handle it yep. and I need a supervisor to come help me out so so you're really dealing with people a lot yes I am yeah and that's incredibly challenging for anyone. Um, do you feel like being on the spectrum has been particularly challenging? Yes, and because because um, sometimes when a customer when a customer gets upset, I I take it the wrong way because once there was the the big pool of splashing was being cleaned because someone had an accident and a man had his little girl with him. And I, and he was heading towards the big pool. I said, I'm sorry, sir. The big pool is being cleaned out. And he said, this is ridiculous. I have my little girl with me. And he steps toward me. I step back. And I thought, he, I thought he was going to hurt me or something. I, I, I literally, literally thought he was. And, and I said, please don't walk like that toward me, sir. And then I, I was, I was just scared for my life. I was, I, I was scared. Sure. So in that case, you were dealing with an angry customer. And when we talk about individuals with autism in the work environment, there are several factors we think about, like, is it a climate controlled environment? Like, is it indoors or outdoors? How much contact is there with people? Like some people might just be tearing tickets at a movie theater, like pretty straightforward. Other people may have to do interactions. Um, and so for your job going to the climate thing, Tell us about the weather during the splash zone season. Oh my goodness. It is unbearably hot. Yeah. And, um, 
and and I I sweat, but not but not like excessively. And um, so some days I'm in the shade, some days I'm in the heat, like picking up trash and stuff, like mm-hmm. litter picking, as I call it. And um, and in the winter it gets cold during holiday festival of lights, and I have like several layers of clothing on. Yeah. And I still and I still shiver and I still feel cold. And I thought maybe I should have brought an extra jacket or maybe I should have brought my comfy. <laughs> right. And so with individuals on the spectrum, we experience, you know, things like being sensitive to certain textures or weather, um, sunlight, you know, we see that in our, in our patients and um, you're dealing with a lot of factors. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really am. And I think one thing, so, so this is a job at a County park in the summer. It's a, it's a water park in the winter. It's a holiday festival of lights. But one thing, I, in attending that winter um, festival of lights, it's crowded. It really is crowded. Like, like some days it's not, and some days it is. And like, there's like, so there's like a lot of people at the fire pits. People lining up to get like a yeah. that reindeer workshop, getting a stuffed animal. And yeah. and that night that we went, it was really it was it was sort of cold, and it was crowded, and and at, at least we had food. We got like funnel cake fries and stuff, and. Yeah. But I didn't get to purchase a single thing. Yeah, we went as the Autism News Network. We took our whole staff to go visit Ainsley on the job at the Holiday Festival of Lights. And everybody had a great time. But yeah, I was so impressed with how you um, navigated through that situation with so many people. And um, I remember two years ago, we visited you when you were working the gift shop. That place is hopping all the time. It is. Uh, it's like crowded and like every now and then someone will break something. And every, yeah. and every like whenever I hear something break, I'm like, Oh no, please no! I, that's why you just—that's why you look with your eyes and not with your hands. That's, right. that's what mom says. And then you have a situation that you have to deal with a person in an uncomfortable discussion, right? Yes. Yeah, and mom, you've seen her um, at work, and um, how do you feel like she's handled the challenges at work from your perspective? Um, I think she's done extremely well. Um, of course, in the Last year was much better than the year before. Um, she works for a wonderful staff that understand and are helpful and, you know, um, prepare her for what the, what it's going to look like this day. Where are you going to be? Um, what tasks are you going to have to follow? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not all ponies and rainbows um, I in her behavior. Um, but when we have a glitch, um, they are very accommodating and work it out. Give me a call, um, and see what needs to, to be done to, to make everybody successful. That's great. There's there's support there. Oh, very much so. And this is a theme that I want to really drive home for the audience is that individuals on the spectrum, they're going to do the work, whether it's school or a job they're going to do the work. They just may need some support. Um, and so I, early on in this particular role, you don't have to get too specific, but you were, were y'all pretty open about the diagnosis and the need for a little support? Well, we, um, we shared that with the managers. And okay. when she had a little glitch with, a, um, I guess, like an assistant, um, she was, the manager was not able to tell the assistant this information, they yeah. needed Ainsley to tell the information. So yeah. we had in that meeting, Ainsley shared with this assistant, and the assistant was, "Oh my goodness, I know about this, and I've 
I've worked with other, um, you know, younger children that are on the spectrum. And so it was like, you know, they, they didn't assume yeah. there was a diagnosis, but once they're told there's one, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yes. And I think that's a great point, uh, mom, because if, if any of our audience were to see Ainsley on, walking in Walmart or in the grocery store or on the street, or, and that goes for a lot of people on the spectrum, you would never know anything's going on. Right. When I teach my students at school um, about learning differences, you know, I tell them, you know, I said with autism, there's not a sign, there's not a, a look or anything like that. You know, people aren't walking around with a neon sign that says I have autism or, you know, they don't have a certain look about them. So we have to kind of observe their behavior and say, well, what do I think they're is going on? What do I, why do I think they're behaving that way? And yeah. so that's what I do to empower my students to understand um, learning differences that way. Yeah. It reminds me of um, that doing the work with support. Um, we had a podcast probably five or six episodes ago where Ainsley, your um, uh, comrade Patrick came on and, and his mom said, you know, he did it, but we just had a little bit of support along the way. We might, sometimes we had to do it a little differently. Um, right. And they were very open with the Scoutmasters um, and got that little bit of support so Patrick could do it. And he did it. Right. And, and you're doing it, Ainsley. It's, it's mm-hmm. incredibly inspiring. Um, and do you, like, going forward, um, what do you think, just in the work environment in general, what are the things that you want to improve about your uh, performance? Um. I want to, um, I'm not really sure what, what I want to improve. Well, I'll, I'll ask an easier question. What are you saving up for to spend all that paycheck on summer? Um, I'm either saving up to get an Apple watch as my mom is wearing right now, or yep. I'm either that, or I'm saving up to get a, another game for my Nintendo switch because I, I, um, I, I need a new game bad. That's great. And I think you've already, earned over the years a switch and then airpods i I almost forgot about that airpods airpods yeah so is having a goal of you know because every day is not something that they want to do they don't want to go to work so when they have a goal in mind then it is very helpful (laughs) tell tell us about those moments like when work doesn't sound like something we want to prefer to do today how do we get past that for a mom or for Ainsley? <laughs> I'd say for mom first. Um, I, well, I tell her that she has an expectation that she's been given a, a privilege, um, you know, because they chose you out of other employees to do this job. Um, and just like being on a team, you can't quit because things weren't going, you know, it's, I, I wanted to sleep later or, you know, it's too hot outside that you've made a commitment and you can't let someone down. Yeah, um, And if you would like to see this end goal of the positive purchase, then you need to do what is necessary. Um, you know that we all don't want to get up and go to, to work every day, but it is something that we have to do. And we contribute to our society by doing that yes. to our families. Um, and that we, you know, if you want to like one treat is she wants Oso to come to pick her up. Well, I need a positive report if I'm going to bring him back when I come pick you up. Sure. So lots of little, I guess, carrots. 
to dangle. (laughs) And Ainsley, take us through. So let's say you're sleeping, get the pillow over your head, alarm goes off, you hit snooze, mom comes in, you don't feel like it today. What do you tell yourself that gets you up and out the door? Um, if I, if I, if I have, if I do this and if all goes well, also we'll be there in the car when mom picks me up. Yeah. And like, and then I'll get closer to my goal and, 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 and I get the thing that I want. Yep. And all goes well. That sounds like a human being. (laughs) We are motivated by those goals, aren't we? That's right. Yeah. So if you want something, go out and get it, right? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of the American dream, but yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's terrific that you're doing that and um, we'll, we'll continue to support you at the autism news network. Do you want to give a shout out to, to where you work? To where I were, I thought I, I thought I already did. Is it a, a shout out to what Charleston Parks Department? Oh, shout out to Charleston County Parks. Um, thank you for thank you for supporting me and for understanding my diagnosis and and um I will try to do better. Gosh, it sounds so wrong. Um, <laughs> and I will try to be more helpful, even if even if it even if it like causes aches in my back or that's great aches and pains and and love you Charleston County Park that's awesome that's wonderful um yeah so we're gonna um pivot gears a little bit um I was gonna talk about your work at the Autism News Network um so you've been there a little over two years now and first of all what what do you how do you feel about the news network just big picture what's it meant to you um it's helped me get out of the house more instead of being with the puppies all the time and it's it's helped me like be motivated and stuff and um i and i actually have a job there yeah doing doing the monthly newsletter and um i promise i will get that to you as soon as i can (laughs) I'm, i'm almost finished with it um and everyone's everyone's supportive there. Yeah. And what kind of things do you like to put in the newsletter? I like to put treatment of the month, member of the month, um, events that are happening. But the past two months, I have, I've had to put due to the virus, there is no, there are no events going on at this time. Right. Yeah. So I remember like around Halloween, you had information about like uh, hay rides or haunted houses and then, you know, fast, fast forward now to May, all those fun stuff like carnivals and things that are going on, they've all been canceled. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. And I'm just hoping they, I'm just hoping the governor speeds this okay up. Yeah. So we can like, enjoy stuff again. And hopefully the fair will be open this year too. Yes. And that's in <laughs> October. It is. October. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. And mom, from your perspective, have you seen um, growth on Ainsley's part through her participation in the program? Oh, leaps and bounds. Um, when you approached us with, with this plan, it, it was, you know, oh my goodness, this is going to be wonderful, but never in our wildest dreams did we think it would be this wonderful. Oh. Um, just the, the confidence um, she's, she's got my aunt following you guys, <laughs> um, you know, seeing what's coming up next. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be around the entire group, 
um, and just see the growth in all of them. It's absolutely phenomenal what this program has done. Yeah, that's great to hear. I've seen the same thing with with Ainsley because she has a lot of gifts. One of them is never being shy about being on the camera (laughs) and and, and interviewing people because we need people to be on camera because that's not everybody's thing. Um, Yeah, and then... You know, a little sneak preview for our audience. We are very close to interviewing the mayor of Charleston in June, you know, coronavirus permitting. Um, but Ainsley's going to be, you know, God willing on, on set with the mayor and asking some questions. Um, I, I hope it's not too hard hitting of an interview because he's had a lot of stress recently, but we'll ask him some, some good questions. And um, what a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, I'll have a script that, I, that, I'll, that I'll read from and hopefully – Hopefully all will go well and hopefully the the masks yeah. will be no more because yeah. I cannot put those on. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be really nice. Um, yeah, so I mean, you've done a terrific job. Um, tell us about this new body art you have. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so for for those of you for those of you in the audience, I was. Um, Visiting my, visiting my grandparents, my mom's parents, social distancing, and I was, we were about to leave, even though I didn't want to, mom, and I had my finger right, like, right, like this, and I shut the car door, and it went, it came Ow. down on my finger, and I, I screamed, there was blood on the driveway, and mm. I, and I was like, I was like, Fanny, mom's like, you need to stand up, stand up, and Ow. And and unfortunately, no one called nine one one. Oh, that. And is it is it like a sprain or a fracture? Or? Um, s- slight fracture. Yeah. The top of the finger, and I have to wear the splint for four to six weeks. Oh, okay. And I'm just hoping it heals up really, really quickly, and I might lose my fingernail. So. Yeah, you might. Did was it like pulsing like when it happened? Like it was throbbing. Yeah. So- Oh, uh, that and, that hurts. <laughs> and when I came home, I'm like, Oso jumped up, and I was like, down Oso. And then he saw the splint. Pause. Saw the splint. Something new. <laughs> he, yeah, gotta he, check he, it out, right? Yeah, he he yeah. licked it. He, yeah. he he worried about me. Um. Well, in our last couple minutes here, I wanted to ask both of you kind of the same question um, about dreams for Ainsley's future. Um, and I guess we'll start with Ainsley. If you wouldn't mind, can you tell us a little bit about your dreams for the future, like where you see yourself in five to 10 years? Um, all right. For me, in five to 10 years, I see myself, hopefully, fingers crossed, in college, living in a dorm, because I am, I'm full, I'm really, I'm really ready for that. And um, I also see myself living on my own with Oso and like, in a really nice house, a mansion possibly. Oh, that'd be nice. With like six, <laughs> six bedrooms, six bathrooms. Sure. Like five to ten guest bedrooms. Yeah, right. you need that for a, a, a twenty, you know, something female with a dog. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. and a pool, and uh, air hockey, ping pong, and, uh, an arcade room, an entertainment room. Yeah, so it sounds like a huge compound is where you like to live. Small yeah. dreams, small dreams. Yeah, small <laughs> dreams. And then, Mom, how about you? Do you have any uh, dreams for Ainsley that, that you'd like to see her achieve? 
Um, the independence, um, of course, is one of the things that we, we dream about. Um, <laughs> um, I really, really would love to see the um, Autism News Network expand um, yeah. to where this is something that, you know, this is her gift, yeah. is being in front of the camera, talking, interviewing, performing. Yep. <laughs> she has no, you know, no worries about getting up and doing that. So seeing that expand into something that could, you know, possibly be full time. Yeah. That would, be, that would be the best dream. And, and doc, um, I've had this dream for a while. I, um, I, I thought of it like a couple years ago, I could have my own talk show, a million laughs with laughs with Ainsley. Cause I make, I make people laugh and feel better. Yeah. And, um, I can see myself on TV, my family watching me and me telling my story to a celebrity like Avril Lavigne or Taylor Swift or, um, That'd be awesome. or, or Drake or anything like that. And, and the audience laughing and yeah, our, our, one of our goals is like, let's say a celebrity is coming through Charleston someday. Like and if the autism news network continues to grow, we would hope that like, say Taylor Swift was in town for some reason, she would call us up and say, Hey, I want to come by and do an interview while I'm in town. You know, I'm going to visit the children's hospital and then stop by the autism news network, you know, and do an interview, that kind of stuff, you know? Right. So I think that's a great goal, Ainsley. I really do. And, and we're bringing the world of autism to the masses, you know, versus having everybody else tell our, our participants what they should be doing, you know? So well, ladies, Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure uh, to have you guys on the show. Um, we look forward to the day that we can um, meet in person with our Autism News Network group. We love Zoom, but we love seeing each other in person better because it's all about those personal relationships and connections, you know. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much. Any, any other uh, parting words of wisdom? Um, uh, if you're... If you're um, if you're afraid of the camera, don't be afraid of the camera. It's it's not a person. It's just a lens. It's not staring into your soul. Just don't be afraid of the camera. Yeah, the camera's your friend. And I would just like to say thank you, Dr. Gwinnett, for um, you know coming up with this dream and, and making it happen. And it's been awesome. Yeah. And well, God is awesome. And he's put it on all of our hearts, I think. And uh, we give thanks to him for every step of the way that he's helped us accomplish. And he's going to lead us the whole way. So thank you for saying that. Um, well, very good. As we wrap up this episode of the Autism News Network, you can find Ainsley's work in the newsletter at theautismnewsnetwork.com. We have a news tab. You click that and you can hit coronavirus or newsletter. You can see all about Ainsley's work. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are the Autism News Network. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Gwinnett. Um, so we look forward to our next visit with you. Thanks so much and have a great day. <laughs>